Hey everyone, it's Amber. I just wanted to give a little warning before our episode. Um, apparently my headphones suck and um, my audio is cutting in and out during this episode. Um, I believe this was a great episode with me and Chelsea, so I want to keep it up for people to be able to listen, but if you can't, I totally understand and I apologize. I'm still learning, so I'm getting better every day. Thank you for all the support. And again, I apologize for my stupid headphones and bad audio. Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Hey girl, happy motherfucking Thursday. <laughs> happy Thursday. We Coming to it. you a day late, guys, but we are here. 100%. A day late, a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> De- definitely. Look, y'all, I'm a dollar short today. Oh, Lord. Mm. Okay. It's hard out here. <laughs> so hard. So, Chelsea was not with us last week because Chelsea was on a work trip in LA. So, how. Was it everything you hoped it would be? <laughs> oh, it was, it was everything I thought it would be. How about that? <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Yep. Was, the, was yep. the food good? The food was really good. That's good. That's good, though. And I did have... That counts yeah, a lot, having good food, though. Did, to me, it counts a lot. Uh, um, yeah. I at least got like 30 minutes outside, which actually was really nice to be in the sun. And then I came it back here and beautiful. it's like spring. Yeah, yeah it is. It's like spring I... out here. I wore hot pink yesterday. I was like, is it spring? Is this seasonally appropriate? I don't know. <laughs> I, I wore, um, I had on a, a white and then it had red heart shirt for Valentine's Day. And my boyfriend was like, I've never seen you in anything like that before. And I was like, and you won't until next Valentine's Day because this is my Valentine's Day shirt. Okay. <laughs> for valentine's day my hair was probably too big i had it so teased i was feeling my vintage vibe and nobody could mm-hmm. stop me i was wearing a red blouse with poopy sleeves i had a red headband i had my hair half up and half down with the biggest motherfucking poof you've ever seen i also happened to be working with my manager and i had red high heels <laughs> She girl like, yes she was like you look festive <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah. wait remember and i don't know if you ever seen that movie the women but it's one of my favorite movies and in the beginning <coughs> one, there's a difference between an outfit and a getup that and i just truth yes and i think about that often well i often. was in a getup for sure <laughs> so what did you guys do Well, she, like, so she'll come with me once a quarter, and she'll go with me to all my accounts, like, all the meetings that I hold all the time, Mm -hmm. but she'll just come with me and, like, give me feedback or input. She's, like, she's actually an amazing boss. She's super supportive and wonderful. I feel very thankful for her, Um, but she don't wear red. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) She said, you're, um, you're festive. So we did kind of a, a Valentine's Day weekend. So I did my Valentine's Day gift to the fam and we went to go see a play to go see Dracula. 
Girl, and I for everybody, I had to drag you out. <laughs> girl, everybody who's up here in NEPA, it's at the Little Theater in so cute please go support the local art scene and local artists it was so good it was way better than i imagine it like i my favorite book is like dracula and frankenstein i kind of go back and forth between which one is my favorite but i was super excited about it but i was like okay it's a little theater here in nepa like you know um but the actors were great it was such a good play jacqueline loved it she told me that she wants to go see another play, um, that she really enjoyed it. So I'm hoping to make this kind of like our little Valentine's thing. Like, we'll, we'll go see a play. I think it's so. such a special family tradition. I love that. Um, yeah. Also, I know Dracula has been your favorite book since you were at least 16. Younger. Younger. The first time I read it, I was, I, I think I might have been in fourth grade with you. And I had to read it with a dictionary. And I think that I got a little dictionary from Brother Greenwood. Do you remember those little dictionaries we had? Girl, I will never forget those little dictionaries because he was like, you don't know how to spell it? Get the dictionary. <laughs> oh, and, and now I can't find it. And now I can't find it in a dictionary because I don't know how to spell it. I used to hate that. Girl, I don't know if you guys realize that, that upset me. I was just triggered because my mom would do the same thing. She'd like, go look it up. And I'd be like, I don't even know. Like, give me a hint or something so I know what to look at but <laughs> great right I just remember, so the first I, remember time being... I read it I had to use a dictionary to read it because I didn't understand half of the old English words and stuff so well, I, I remember being in high school and you were like uh I'm going home and I'm gonna read Dracula I was like read Dracula and you're like <laughs> no like like the old school like the original Dracula and you showed yeah. me the book I was like you enjoy that Okay, I'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had actually gotten, when we were in master's commission together, um, aka Bible College, I, we were in D.C., I think, and we went to a Barnes & Noble, and they had this little, like, velvet mini Dracula book, and I got it, and somebody took it. I had <gasps> it for a while, but somebody took it. Yeah, I was pissed. Not a Bible, co Bible college thief. <laughs> I know. I was like, and then what pissed? Took it and threw it away, right? Like, because they they were like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that I could get away with reading this here, <laughs> so I'm gonna take hers. Um, yeah, yeah. Some people saw me reading it, and I had to explain myself. And that, and you know, girl, you know, I was annoyed. I and know you were. I had no patience then. So none, um, none. Y'all, none, none. A Amber was not one with the BS. <laughs> Because I, I was just like, don't come ask me what this book is about and then pretend to listen to me just to tell me I shouldn't be reading. Like, whatever. Okay, get out of here with that. Right. So, as y'all know, um, last week was a Super Bowl. I'm still not over it, so I cannot talk about it. And um, I don't want you to. I like. I don't think any of us are over it. It's way too soon. I know. I can't. I, no, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm I will say... You know what? I'm going to say three things. Okay, three things about the game, then I'm going to let it go. <laughs> First thing, y'all didn't call a holding call the whole entire game until the last three seconds. Y'all want to call holding the last three seconds. Okay. Number and then two, you really want to look like you're not bought. Right. Number two, what was up with the turf? The Eagles all over the place. They kept having to get new cleats. The turf was all tore up. Maybe the Super Bowl isn't the time to, like, try out some new hybrid grass. Okay. Um, and Amen. number three, there was a call made. I can't remember. 
I think it was the third or fourth quarter, but it was like the ref ready when you hike the ball. I've never heard that call before in my life. Okay. So now all of a sudden we got a, a new call. Y'all just making up stuff. That's all I'm that. So um, it's always going to be go birds still. But Chelsea, actually, I wanted to ask you about there was a commercial that was there was Christian Super Bowl ads. And um, I saw which one. I'm so shocked about. I can't yes. believe it. I saw one on the Grammys as well. Um, so there was a it was about four million dollars, I guess. So advertisements for an evangelical Christian website called He Gets Us have been shown on US TV and they Grammys and sporting events, I guess since last year. Um, so I guess they just pissed off everybody because the um, there's Christians that are mad that they said, number one, y'all spent all this money on an ad when you could actually help people. And then there's other religious people who felt like the ad was too leftist and they were trying to like, you know, get new people in or and there's n- the non-religious people who just kind of were like, again, you spent millions of dollars on this, and we could have really used millions of dollars. So that it was a little, I don't know. I mean, I, as somebody who grew up in it, I get it because your whole goal kind of advertise, right? Advertise for for your belief system and your religion. So like proselytizing a commercial during the Super Bowl is huge. But, like, I don't know. I just felt like it, it just made me feel uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I did see the And I was like, I, I saw the commercial at the Super Bowl. And I was kind of like, where are they going with this? And then at the very end, um, it's like, he gets us, all of us. Um, so the one, the I mean, I honestly don't know how I felt about the commercial in general because I was like, I don't. What are they trying to like? What are they trying? What are they really trying to say? But yeah, I, do I feel, felt the same way because I was a little confused. But I do feel like number one, if I don't know what the um, company or the um, associates behind he gets us all of us dot org mm-hmm. or whatever it is, I don't know like what it is that they're doing. But if their whole mission is to help people and to kind of bring a peaceful situation and have people stop fighting over, you know, this versus that, then yeah, spending $20 million on a Super Bowl ad where it would be most seen kind of makes sense because it would direct people to the site to help give them whatever resources they're trying to give them. But if they're just kind of saying that to make a statement, I mean, it's kind of like, that's a lot of money to spend on a statement without any sort of follow-up yeah no that's a really good point i didn't i didn't even think of that because honestly when i saw it and it was like who get he gets this i was like who are y'all and i was like oh jesus oh okay i was so lost during the commercial and then it just out a commercial like that and say he gets us and then at the same time be mad at drag shows and like you know what i mean and and i wonder if people and like I wonder if this organization was trying to say, like, no, like, literally all of us. I think that's why they said he gets us, period. All of us. I think that might be the statement trying to be made. And also, too, it's kind of like, it's one of those things, too, just like if you're making a commercial about trans people and acceptance, it's like, that's going to cost a lot of money. And that money could probably go for somebody else, but you're using it to 
kind of you know what I mean so it's kind of like and also yeah. too I think if, it, if you're really directed to a website though like I don't remember yeah. seeing you know what I mean so if it, if that is the goal then you're right but to be a little bit more like spot on I think well I, yeah I'm not really I wasn't sure how I felt about it either but um one thing though that I will say it just seemed like it was tons of pictures of fighting it was yeah, like yeah. pictures of people fighting at a protest pictures of people fighting in a building people screaming in each other's faces like it was pictures of like violent moments so was it saying like I think he it was saying like he loves us both or he gets us like both sides of us yeah. but again I don't remember seeing a website either so girl I don't know if it would have said he loves us and I think if it would have said he loves us and specifically said like non trans people gay people like if you want to be spot on then be spot on because there also was people who felt like it was just really vague well, well so. to me it seemed more like political because what i was gathering from the pictures it looked like protests from um like black lives matter protests and it looked like the insurrection it looked like um, like racially motivated like disputes that it looked like uh, mm-hmm. fights like that it looked yeah. more political than it did like having anything to do with the lgbtq but i girl i don't know so all that to say i don't know but i also think if you're going to be like quote-unquote tolerant or quote-unquote accepting then we need to be accepting of everyone and that means even christians and that means even trans people and that means even everybody so it's like right. everyone right. like and if we're also going to have like a satanic like limelight at the grammys then people should be able to have a christian um a christian commercial you know what i'm saying if, yeah, if no, the goal, I, I if the like goal is ultimate was... acceptance yeah, and I felt like it was definitely showing that, like, people, like, Christians can, you can be a Christian. Like, if you want to spend millions of dollars on the ad, just like everybody else, like, go ahead and you can. Nobody, you know, it made me feel like, well, nobody's blocking you to do that. So maybe right. some of y'all are being real overdramatic a little bit with stuff. But, you know, if you want to throw your ad in there, throw your ad in there. Funny thing, I was, me and my boyfriend were just talking about the Grammys because he was watching a TikTok and it was like, talking about the satanic stuff or whatever started laughing and I was just like it's it's hard for me because growing up in that world and in that culture when I see it I I get it I know what you're like I get it you know um and I get how it if you're religious you know at the same time for me it's like Christians are always telling gay people to like, they're going to go to hell. They're going to burn for people. You're terrible. You're this and you're that. And there's been gay artists who have like, um, say um, Sam Smith. And then also like with his video where he actually goes down to hell. And I've talked to gay religious people and also like myself. You told us we were going to hell our whole lives. So I don't understand why you're shocked that like, in our music there's imagery of what you told us that we were gonna go be and and go do you know um but also i just wonder too like there's people who just don't believe in and um and hell so i don't even think jewish people believe in in hell as far as the same way i talked about this a little bit last week um when you left me all alone and um 
what about the people who just don't believe that? You know, and so, so to them, it's not satanic or it's not wrong because they don't believe that there's a hell anyway. So, you know, just different, well, different but, perspectives. <clears throat> there's definitely different perspectives. I do think, though, however, it's like, I, I don't know, like, if, if it really, hey, if it really is the pushback and it's that, like, hey, you said I was going to hell my whole life. Like, um, side note, I don't know. I know a lot of Christian people. I've never personally met a Christian person who told a gay person they were going to go to hell. I feel like a lot of the Christian people I know know and are friends with gay people and don't have nothing to say about them. That's yeah. just a side note. Well, you, so I feel you, like knew, some, you knew some, people at Mass who said that to be. Who said? Oh, don't say their names. But I, okay, so I don't know that they said that. But that's no. They have they but, have their own little. There's like a little conversion camp thing there for the gays. Girl, it was a whole thing. Uh, but mm-hmm. one thing, one thing that I will say though is like, I don't know. Like that's. I feel like that's like people say stuff to me all the time too, and I'll be like, wow, that's really wild and like completely inaccurate. So thank you, and kind of keep it moving. I would never then be like, you know what? I'm gonna do dress up like the devil I just I I feel like we're seeing the devil a lot and I don't know if they're like actual satanists or if they believe in satan but I'm like why specifically the devil (laughs) but I think why your whole life then you know um growing up our household was very homophobic and religious you know so it always talked about you know they're going to hell and they're living a life of sin and and blah 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 and things like that so it definitely was that was talked about a lot and felt a lot you know um but I also think that maybe if you weren't gay or gay then you probably weren't involved in it and probably didn't really see it because because they I feel like they know it's messed up so they don't advertise it like mess advertising that they also had like a little conversion therapy thing there and when I worked there during the summer and I was a counselor at a camp the camp had a conversion side I didn't know about that you know so so it's not like these things are like super advertised and published I will thing in Scran our first gay female city councilwoman Jessica Rothschild um they did a decree so in Scranton Lackawanna County it's illegal to have conversion therapy so I mean it might seem like a small thing but I definitely think it's a it's a big a big step because I, I well, here, saw here's a, and stuff, you know? No, I'm not necessarily, I, I'm not pro-conversion therapy in the sense that, like, we're going to force people to go. But what if somebody is grappling with it and they're kind of like, I feel this way, but I don't want to feel this way. And they, like, seek out some sort of therapy to help them work through it. I think that's different. Um, as opposed to times... somebody as opposed to somebody being like, this is who I am. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to rock it. And like, I'm going to live my life. So it's like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't No, I'm just like, when you said like making it a no, little, I'm like, that, could they well, still seek out therapy, private therapy and counseling, but the, what conversion therapy is though, it's more, they use like techniques, like torture techniques to make you sick. If you see gay porn, or, you know, it's just, girl, it's real inappropriate and, and really not okay. And it's not even like a safe form of therapy. And it's not evidence-based practice. It's not based in science. It's, you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. So the con- 
yes, if people aren't grappling with their sexuality, 100%, they should go to counseling. No, everybody should go to counseling and therapy. And if you want to go to religious counseling, go to religious counseling. But the specific type that is conversion therapy is, I mean, there's somewhere they would, yeah, they would make them watch girl porn to like turn them straight or, you know, different things that were just terrible. Um, so we're out here trying to convert people but we're going to use porn to do it please make it make sense Jesus, girl God. please be offense and <laughs> i can't i can definitely get some stuff together and we can go over more deep in another episode about conversion therapy when i have like notes because you know i'm a dork so to, and i, I, will, well, I would I've... love to tell you about like what exactly it is and it's not illegal everywhere there's still states where it's actually ha- like they'll come so your parents would tell this group or whatever, you know, Chelsea, I think Chelsea's gay. She has a girlfriend. They can come scoop you up the night. You think you're being kidnapped. Like, you're being taken out of your house. You're being sent away to some place. You don't know where you are. You can't use your phone. You know, maybe after two weeks or whatever to, to finally call your parents. But everything is monitored. You can't go anywhere. You know, so, so it's like this whole terrible, terrible thing. So, and I've heard different um, people kind of give testimonials about the trauma they experienced in really crazy conversion camps. But girl, I, I, which I'm like, side note, in case this needs to be said, I am not pro. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I do, I do, um, I didn't, I, I like, I've never maybe paid full attention or really heard anybody saying what specifically they did and right Mm -hmm. there for those reasons alone using girl porn when we're trying to convert from like like from one thing and using another thing like uh, for those reasons alone I'm out they they use chemical um (laughs) techniques to wear aversions (laughs) to things so they'll almost like how there's a medicine that you can take and if you drink alcohol it makes you throw up kind of the same thing to make your body body physically repulsed by like the sight of a naked man or something like that so and it trauma for the um liberty had like a conversion therapy thing for gay students or students they thought were gay or whatever you know and that wasn't something that they advertised or really said that you know they were doing or whatever aren't liberty isn't liberty still racist like you can't interracially date so like liberty has no you can now Oh, okay well oh, right, i feel like right. there you're already irrelevant to me because you clearly have no understanding of the gospel so keep it moving <laughs> girl i just remember so for you guys who don't know <coughs> university is a christian evangelical university in virginia is it in lynchburg questionable that that's a, and, that's a the worst name oh my gosh lynchburg. so it actually was started this is Christian schools were started because white people didn't want to send their kids to integrated schools. They wanted to keep schools segregated. So if they created their own private schools and private religious schools, they could control who went there. And they didn't allow black kids to go into these religious private schools. And that's how Liberty started. So it started at racist. So it's not surprising that's disgusting. that like, it continued on. Um, and I, I think that's why truly believe that American Christianity and evangelicalism really has to reconcile with a lot of the things of the past. Like, it's 
our, the schools that we attended were based upon that reason. And that's why they were founded. Like, you know, there's still going to be issues and different things going through there. If people, if people don't know that and aren't dealing with it, but that girl yeah. is for another time. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about uh, DeSantos since we're talking about the LGBTQ community. Um, he, so her license for a venue that held a drag show, um, which I feel like is definitely an abuse of power. Um, and you know, he's making, trying to make laws and change things to where it's illegal to do drag. Um, it's illegal to take your, you know, it's, uh, it's so frustrating because I, I don't understand at the same time, he says things like he wants the government out of people's lives and things, but now you're literally in somebody's home and in like when they're trying to go to the club and be in whatever outfit they want to be in. And the reasoning behind it is to protect the kids. But I feel like this is like this is such fake outrage about, oh, we need to protect the kids from drag queens when like drag queens aren't abusing kids. It's just wrapped in homophobia and you know, and it's just frustrating and people are scared. Like we had a drag show here um, at a venue called the Keystone Stage and people were concerned about safety. Like they hired security for it because people were scared that, you know, you're going to have protesters, you're going to have somebody who wants to come shoot it up and do different things. And it's just this hype on drag queens and on gay people and on trans people and it's just like leave people alone if there is a person who is abusing then we need to handle that situation but if not let people live their life the way that they want to live and the thing is i know DeSantos gonna run for president and it terrifies me because he's doing all of these things in florida and so he's gonna do them on the big america you know politics for make it fashion we are talking about and the college board AP African American history class, and you were talking about. Oh, okay. Well, so two two questions that I have, and this is because so, sometimes the devil's in the details, and sometimes it's just a blanket statement. So one thing, there was a um, drag show that invited children in freaking what state was it it was so i think it was it indiana it was somewhere crazy where it was like it was like this thing i'll have to find it and i'll send it to you it was like okay it was a a legit drag show they had like kids were allowed to come in like kids um and which first and foremost i've seen i've seen one specific drag queen who was like i speak for many in this in this lifestyle in this industry where we don't want your kids here (laughs) like this is an adult entertainment so i'm not saying by me saying that there was one club who hosted a drag show that involved like where children were invited i'm not making that a blanket statement that all drag shows invite children so part of me was it wondering a drag reading or was it a regular drag show no, it was like a drag performance, like a drag because okay, I know one where, of like, the they allowed issues, kids. One of, recently with one of the big ones with the protests and stuff, it somebody brought their kid, and it wasn't for kids, so that the, became an issue with that one too. So, 
But all this to say is like, okay, so does is Rob is DeSantos? I never know if it's the, I always call him Rob. I think it's Rob. <laughs> is DeSantos <laughs> blocking liquor licenses for all drag shows in Florida, or was he specifying this one because there was rumors that children were invited, or there was something like that? Like, is there a specific reason why this specific drag show was blocked? That's my question before I right. say, okay, that was a, a dick move. You know what I mean? The governor should be able to do that just because he doesn't personally like something. I mean, I do not think that children should be in a drag show setting, period. So if children were going to be involved and he's genuinely concerned about children, I would do the same thing. I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't think that it's a very sexualized event and that's great for adults, especially adults who right. want to go to it. <laughs> and should go but I mean, the, but, at the end of the day, people have the right to kids how they want to. And if we're talking well, about government well, overreach, you know, if if a parent wants to take their kids to a drag show, governor going to step in and say you can't do that. Because I mean, if it was something else, if it was like a Bible study, the governor was an atheist and said I don't believe in this, and was like, okay, well, I'm going to ban your liquor license because you have a bible that's a good that's a good um point about government overreach i just don't think like in my mind i'm like okay well should we be allowed to take our kids to like a strip show even if it's not full nudity i like that's just not a place for kids like i feel like you have to be 18 or 21 to go into a club for a reason that's an adult activity period whether genuinely believe that taking your kids to certain churches and things is child abuse and well, in some churches, Their it opinion. probably is. Well, girl, uh, and girl. that's opinion, but it's just—I think it's just such a line. To you're right, though. You are right to to where you have to walk it. And sometimes the thing about it is, y'all, we're not gonna like the way everybody raises their kids, and we're not gonna agree with it at all. At the end of the day, if the kid is safe and healthy and happy, like who, you know what I'm saying? If if the parents feel like they want to take their kid to a drag. That's kind of on them. I feel, look, I feel some type of way about parents who give their kids soda, toddler soda. I feel some type of way about. And I think the way some <laughs> parents feed their kids is atrocious. But do I feel like the government should be able to come in and say, you can't do this or you can't do that? Right. With that, that's you know, good... even though I think it's terrible. Right. That is a good point. That's, I that's just, America. There's... But there are like, but there are certain things that are over, like, like you can say, well, you know what? I want to take my kid who is six to this rated R movie because that's the way I want to raise them. You're still probably not going to be allowed to get your kid into the slasher rated R film. Like they're probably no, you like, can. Oh, they have if to you be have a parent. No, if you have a parent, you're good. A, a six-year-old could go to a rated R slasher film. Um, I, what? Lord help me. Cause girl, there was children in there. Um, if I think about it when we're talking, it was something, it was Deadpool. There was hella kids in Deadpool. And Wait, is Deadpool a, a Marvel movie? Uh, not Marvel. Oh. Um, but he's with the, um, why that, he's in, in, in that whole universe thing. But yeah, there was hella kids in there. And I was like, uh. Uh, I wouldn't do this, but you know, do we make that illegal? Or you know what I mean? It's it's kind of just like where where well, is the line to that? 
for rated R movies, I was under the, maybe things have changed, but I was under the impression you had to be 17 for admission. Just like you have to be 18. You have to be 18 to do certain things. You have to be 21 to get into a club and drink. Like there's just certain like age restrictions. And that's like across the board. That's like, like you might think like, hey, I don't care if my 16 year old drinks. Well, if you're going out in public, America does. So they have to be 21. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like, so I think kind of like this kind of goes into the same area as that where it's like if you're if if and I, i'm not saying because i don't know anything about this drag show that he blocked yeah. but if there was some sort of thing i'm wondering if he blocked this specific show for a specific reason if there were allowed to be children brought there because yes we should ha- be able to raise our kids the way we want but there are certain things where like there's a legal limit period in america in general so all that to say i don't know i don't know enough about the show that he blocked but I'm just confused why he would only block one if he was like so about blocking the drag shows and not block every single one. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's a lot of drag shows in Florida. Florida is like a huge, um, what's it called? A huge place to go for vacation. What do you call that? Tourism. One of the yeah. biggest yeah. funding churches are tourism and there's lots of drag shows. So this one and- was, um, this one says it had minors in it. That's probably why he blocked it. So for so for me, in my mind, I yes, we want to be very mindful about government overreach because the government's not going to tell me nothing about my child. Period. But also, like you know, at the end of the day, but I feel like the governor is telling you about your child. If he's like he he's telling you you can't do this with your child if you want to. So he's telling you about your child, but you disagree with the side that he's on. I would 100% no, no, no. take my daughter to like a drag um not a drag show but like a drag story time or something like that like I just don't if it's well, not sexualized time, and but the drag story time probably wouldn't be the drag the drag story time probably wouldn't be hosted in a club so I think True. Like, for True. me for me the, but he the was the even trying was... to block that though he was blocking drag story times and guess what? That probably didn't work out for him because it was probably held in like a public place, like a library, like whatever. But this specific instance, I don't, I don't care if it's a drag show club or if it's just a regular club, like, like with a DJ one night, that's just like, doesn't have a specified theme. If minors aren't supposed to be there, I don't have a problem with him blocking it. If minors aren't supposed to be there and they are going to involve minors, I personally don't have a problem with him blocking the alcohol license for this specific show. Again, Listen, if he's like, if, we be Chelsea first of all we be calling this man all kinds of names um you calling him Rob I'm calling this man DeSantos <laughs> his name is DeSantos uh he is weighing and considering ordering child protective services to investigate parents who take their kids to a drag show well again like are we not on the same I thought we were on the same page Ch- drag shows are not appropriate for children and I but have kids, literally so- watched drag queens in a way because of that well, why are you taking your kid to this section? I, I watched drag drag kings or drag queens say, this is not a place for children. We don't want your kids here. So like, I understand saying, that, this but is... to take it to the point of you're trying to take somebody's kids away. But, but this... People's kids away. There, one of my students watched that movie, Megan. Um, I don't know if it was rated R or not, but I don't think he should watch it. It's a horror movie. In what, their second grade? He watched, so his parents be investigated for that and taken away. Like, I just find it ridiculous that you 
have child protective services investigate people who take their kids to drag shows you're focusing on this but not actual kids who are who need help well here's the thing i think he probably if 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 i had i don't know what his thought process is but it's one thing i i don't think that that child should have watched that movie either i thought that children weren't allowed to watch well in public weren't allowed to watch rated r movies but also like at the end of the day this is a more like if you're going to a strip club, if you're going to a drag show, I've actually been to a drag show. It's very, very sexual. So I do think it's bizarre that you want to bring a 10-year-old to a sexual, a sec- it, the whole thing is like a sexual experience. Yeah, I mean, we, we agree with that. Like I wouldn't take but my kids so, to a so, drag show. So but also sense, I do not, but it should tell me if I can or can't. And I also don't believe we should be investigating parents who I take see, their kids to a drag show you want to investigate i, the- I, I just what about parents that let their kids watch hbo or well, showtime at the house but see here's the thing i feel like the government can't at this point control that but they can be like no you're not 18 you can't come in here like this is not for you whether it's a drag show i don't think that this is so much about the fact personally I don't think that this is about the fact that it's um, involving the LGBTQ. I think it's about the fact that this is a sexual experience. It's not for minors. And if you're one hundred percent disagree with that, I one hundred percent disagree. With and that's that. okay because people take, kids, people take their kids to people take their Hooters. Is that okay? But because no, I women actually and like no, I, and they're not. But do gay. kids? But do people? But do people bring their kids to yes, uh, a strip club? Uh, no, to but to Hooters club? they do. Okay, well, who knows? Well, you, but, well, you but, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if I, like, so if you saw a, a grown man at a strip club as an adult with his 10 year old, you wouldn't be like, um, I, I personally would approach you and be like, you can't, like, what are you doing here? Like, I would call the cops. So I think that there's parenting to a level. But are, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, girl, I'm listening. Oh, okay, okay. It got quiet. There's parents. I was thinking. Level, I was thinking. But when you're bringing your when you're when you're bringing your kids now to a sexual thing, wh- why? Why are you bringing your child to a drag show, not a drag reading at a library, to a drag show at a club, and they are a minor? That's weird. That's weird to me. Why are you exposing your child publicly and sexually to a sexual show that is for adults? That's weird to me. So, and if do I say I think oh, their child weird, needs to be taken? I don't think that should be. Well, see, I think away. I think that they should send in someone like you to advocate for that kid, and <laughs> maybe maybe they don't take the kid away, but maybe they say, "Hey, you need to go to some parenting classes because this is not appropriate." And I'm not sure how you were raised to where you think this is appropriate. You need to protect your child. This is not an adult entertainment. This is, I mean, this is adult entertainment. This is not for kids. So, yeah. am I saying, "Yeah, DeSantos, take their kids away because they took them to a drag show"? No, but I am saying I definitely think that if hbo in your house you're disgusting and you have a problem but if you're really going to be that bold and take your child to a drag show and they're a minor okay so now you've you've brought it to a public level so publicly i i personally think you should be looked into because that is weird that's weird to me kids but, have no business know what, there but what it's weird to me is that they keep calling these people perverts and saying that they need to protect their children and you're in a drag queen isn't a pervert. A pervert is a pervert. Like a pervert is a somebody who's creepy and touches babies. You know, no, that you is know a who I think is a pervert. Some, you know, you know who's a pervert? Who is a, a, per- a pervert. 
A pervert is an adult who would bring a child to a sexual show. That's a pervert. The drag queen or the drag king is not the pervert. The pervert is the adult bringing the 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old to a drag show. Like, you're a pervert. Like, that parent is a pervert, period. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I just don't think it should be illegal, and I think it's just very... Just, like, I don't think, like, if you, like, same thing. If you brought your kid to a strip club, you're a pervert. The stripper but is you, the pervert. You, That's her job. She's legally in a, allowed. In a strip club. Yeah. You're, you're legal. You're legally allowed to be a stripper. There's no qualms against it. It's like a um, what's it called? A regulated thing. So like the stripper is the pervert. The person bringing the child to the strip club is the pervert. So like the fact that he's calling them perverts, that's weird. But the fact that these parents are bringing the kids to, so that's, I think that's interesting. So that's what I was wondering when you were saying like, I was like, why would he block just this one drag show? I, I still, the other drag shows? still think that's a government overreach because I promise you if a Democrat had blocked some Christian places, liquor license for whatever reason, it would be the end of the world. That's not okay. And it wouldn't be okay but, then, and it's not okay again, now. But this this specific situation is a, a sexual experience. So we're bringing kids into that, and now we're going to have alcohol. To me, that sounds like a bad idea. Well, we're like if, if worried we're... about your kid getting assaulted at a drag at a drag show because I feel like I'm that's not necessarily worried about my kid getting assaulted, but I'm worried about why are you going to assume that a drag queen is just going to assault your kid? Or is he even worried I, about the kid? I, I didn't. I didn't say that. I don't think that a drag queen would assault my kid. But I think that everyone's feeling. Re- we we were just at a party the other night. I could. I told my husband. I'm like, I can't believe how touchy feely everyone is. Because guess what? Everyone was drinking like crazy. So I think that drinking loosens your inhibitions. I don't. I don't think that. I know that drinking makes you loose, makes you feel comfortable, makes you feel cool. And now there's kids around. It's just not a good. I don't think that that's a good mix. So no, I'm not scared of a drag queen assaulting. My so then, child. so then, but so I'm also not scared because I would. I'm kids. I'm, like, should parents not have parties at their house because their kids are there? Because people could get loose. Why are we having a huge party with minors in the house that is going to involve major drinking? I think that should be brought into question. <laughs> like, I don't think that that's a good idea as a parent. Like, you're going to have your boys over and do 18 shots while your kids upstairs. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think that's a, a lot of my daughter and a babysitter. A lot well, I mean, I, again, I would question your judgment, but again, that's in the privacy of your own home. I, like when you're bringing your child, it's, it's so you, you can't, I feel like you can't compare apples and oranges. If somebody blocked a liquor license for a Christian event where that was, had no sexuality involved. Yeah. That'd be, that would be kind of weird. This specific instance is, is involving a sexual experience with alcohol and minors. It's not like, let's block it because it's a sexual experience of drag queens. It's like, let's block it because it's a sexual show with minors but they're already and alcohol. To, but they're already trying to block drag shows and just, not just about speaking specifically to the, this the kids, drag show. Because mo- honestly, how many drag shows actually have kids are there? You know, like no, how but that's, often but that's what I'm saying. actually happen that you need to you that, feel like you need to make a whole law about this? Like, but I just well, the, I don't maybe know. so that it doesn't turn into a thing where we're involving minors. But I'm talking about this specific show that he's blocking specifically because they're involving minors. Because I don't agree with that either. I don't think that that. But again, again, just like we have laws, like your kid can't come into this club unless they're 18. 
So why would we now right. be like, oh, guess what? Your kid can come in and there's alcohol and there's, it's going to be a sexually natured show. Like, why are you bringing a lot your of kid here? That's... Drink and there's kids there. Yeah, but you're, but I hear what you're saying. There is a fine line between government overreach, but there is also a fine line between piss poor parenting and exposing your kids into things that they have legally no business being into, whether it's a drag show or a strip show or whatever. Like there's a reason why you have to be a certain age to go in there, period. As yeah. a child. I just feel like there's so much happening and our kids, our kids are having so many issues. I mean, girl, I'm working in an elementary school and I, every day I want to cry. Y'all, every day I want to cry. Uh, I'm pretty sure I feel like every parent is terrible. Like, I just, the, the trauma that these kids are facing and I'm only in a, in a small little elementary school and in, in relatively in the country. And I'm the only social worker, so like degree social worker in the school. And I, and to hyper-focus on this issue that I just that big is ridiculous. Like there's so much stuff that we really should be focusing on. There is kids who should not be with their parents. There's kids who should be in safer situations and like, some of these kids are just going through it. And I just do not feel like a drag is at the top of the list of like worst things. Like I'm I'm not saying you should bring your kid there. I'm not, I don't think you should, but I just feel like in the big picture of things, in the big picture of what's going on, why are we hyper-focused on this one issue? If we wanna talk about protecting the kids, there's so much stuff that we could actively be doing to protect our kids from real danger and real childhood endangerment that's venue with drag queens in it, you know? And I, and, and that, and that's what I, that's why I get confused. Cause I'm like, literacy rate is like third grade reading level. So we're focusing on drag queens and nobody here can read. I know, I know that that definitely is comparing apples to oranges, but I just don't understand why the focus is on this, on something that we're not seeing drag queens or trans people molesting kids or abusing kids. There hasn't been a record of like a kid getting abused at a drag show. So, so what is the issue? You know, why are we super focused on this? And I think it's because people are very uncomfortable with sexuality when it's gay people, drag queens, trans people, and they see that as more sexual than any other thing and it is I don't know I've been to drag I've been to drag shows in probably almost every state that I've been to because I love them and I think they're amazing it I just don't I've never seen a kid at one ever and I don't even know how many I've been to I can't count so is this really a huge issue to focus on when we can be focusing on other things with the kids that's all I'm saying is I feel like this I, is I, just hear, out I hear that well, I hear that, but I also think that maybe, like, you deal with children who are traumatized every day, and maybe in this specific instance, this is kind of a win in the sense that he is focusing on it now and shutting it down before it turns into, like, we're bringing kids to clubs. Like, no, that's not a place for, but this I don't is a place think, for adults to be. Because some drag shows aren't at clubs. They're at, they'll be at a restaurant where or like they do drag brunches places. Some of them are open to everybody if you come in. And that doesn't well, I mean think it's going to be hypersexual it, and that they're stripping or doing the word drag is in it. 
Well, no, but I mean, like, that, so what's the concept of the show? Is it a drag show where they're doing what they do? Because I've seen what they do, and it, it is sexual. Or is it a drag reading? Like, it's, I don't think No, I mean, I've I, seen, I've been with drag queens that have hosted programs, done different, always a sexual yeah. thing, just because the drag queen is there. That's all I'm I saying. Just, is like, I think that, the, I think this one is specifically being called out, as opposed to all the other drag shows that happen in Florida, because- but Again, he's it's, calling out I, it's, other drag shows too, and there are people protesting them with like guns and stuff. Like people are coming out and protesting drag shows with guns, talking about we're worried about our kids and and I, Jesus. And it's like, is that safe? Because I feel like that would traumatize me. I'm walking out of a show happy as a you know happy as a clam, and somebody has a rifle strapped to their back with a sign that says, "I'm going, I'm going to burn in hell." Right. That's, that is traumatizing. This specific show though, if it is sexualized and they're trying to have kids come, I do think it should be shut down. And is it something that we should like hyper-focus on and like focus on the, no, but if, if we can protect kids from being in, you and I were talking earlier, girl, all my days are blending together, but we were talking earlier about how like kids are being assaulted and taken advantage of in every place you can imagine, sports, churches, restaurants, any place you can imagine. So why would we not then in, in a specific situation where we're like, we're going to an adult theme focus and there's going to be alcohol. Am I saying a drag queen's going to assault your kid? No, but an adult might who's had too much to drink and thinks that your 14 year old looks more like an 18 year old. Like, it's like, we have to be mindful of where we're bringing our kids and what we're exposing our kids to and especially bringing them to a sexualized show. That's what I'm saying. Am I saying ban drag shows? No. Am I saying that, that people should be, should be um, protesting drag shows with guns? No. Am I saying that I don't agree with children being present to a sexual adult ex- uh, experience? I am saying that 100%. So if he wants to start blocking all kinds of drag shows, Okay, different discussion. If we're if he's talking about blocking this specific show because they were trying to include minors and there was going to be sexual content, I can't say I disagree because again, you're in a public place. We're not talking about your kid watching an inappropriate movie in your house. You're bringing your child out into the city into or well to whatever area of Florida this is and exposing them to something that they have no business being at because it's not for children. It's for adults. It's an adult thing. <laughs> So I think I just like, think if it wasn't if it didn't have to do with gay, it just wouldn't be this big of an issue. That's that's it. But then how come he's not blocking every other show? Like every other show still has a liquor license. But he's trying to ban drag shows in general. Like right, but he all will, of them. but the, so which okay now that's again that's a totally I think that's a totally different issue. But and he probably won't succeed in that because that is government overreach. This one specifically though, where he did block their license is because they're trying to bring minors. It's like, See, okay, I, and I don't agree me. that he won't succeed. I think that the Republican strategy to conflate and equate and drag and gay with child abuse is what they are doing. And I think that 100% he would be able to get that Bans drag shows by the backing of conservatives and evangelical Christians. It would not surprise me one day. Is Florida is Florida a um, Republican state? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yep. maybe in Florida, never in never in Pennsylvania. Well, he no, <laughs> never in New York. York. So, okay, but he still doesn't why, have that much control. Him? He does. He does. 
What would stop him from no, doing no, that? No president can come to this, can come to Philadelphia and tell, uh, tell Philadelphia you cannot have drag shows anymore. Like, you, you, just because the Republicans, what, like, maybe the Republicans in certain Republican states, yeah, maybe, maybe they could get it passed. But there's also, that doesn't mean that, like, there's a lot more, the president doesn't have ultimate control. He is the president, but, like. President Trump kicked trans people out the military when I was in the military. So I feel like they definitely can pretty much do whatever they want. So. Okay, well, I mean, there was, but like trans, there were still trans surgeries happening. There was no, nope, nope, nope. The the amount amount was so minuscule. So, okay, but it wasn't illegal. Yeah, but it wasn't illegal. He didn't have ultimate authority to say, okay, like there's no, I'm not saying that he didn't do that, but I'm just saying like the, no, whatever. You're trying to justify the president kicking trans people out the military. These people, no, no, I'm not just, I am not justifying. I'm not justifying that. I'm saying what I'm trying to say is, but it did. I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is that the president does not have ultimate control. He can say what he wants. It has to get passed by everybody, and the Republicans might want to pass it. The Democrats won't. Like it's a, there's a lot more. Like a president can't just come out here and be like, okay, guess what? No more drag shows in America, and it pass. Like, well, there's things called executive orders where he can do that, and if it's Congress and they have the majority then they would be able to pass something like that. And I would not, I wouldn't put it past them to do that. So terrifying about, um, girl, you got me calling him uh, Rob, is because I feel like he could <laughs> definitely get, get these bills passed and get these things passed if he did become president. And I think that is absolutely terrifying. You know, especially with the, the AP African-American history study. Like, so nobody's banning Japanese History studies, European history studies, Asian so, American, I don't like, know. like I don't know. this other stuff. Just, just I don't know. cool. But Thanks, you guys. know what? Because you sent me, you sent me an article about that, and I was like, I was like, that is like wildly racist and bizarre, and I'm not sure why they're not like burning the state down for him doing that, and I, but I don't know the content of what's in it, and then he, I, I think, I think. I saw him speaking. I think it was, he was speaking of the same thing. So I don't fully know. Um, But I think what he was saying was like, this ultimately is a study in black queer history as opposed to. Not true. That's 100% not true. Okay. So then, well, well, don't get mad. Don't get mad because I don't know. I saw a clip. I saw a clip Uh, of him speaking. Girl, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad in general because it's like, they we don't even learn black history in school you don't learn women's history we have women's history month which is in march that's why we have black history month that's why we have pacific islander month we have all these things because in our regular secular american history books you do not learn about these people and so when you're in high school you have chances to take ap advanced placement classes in depth about all these different things you can take like an ap religious studies class all kinds of stuff why are they banning the one that affects? Well, the one thing that he said that I was like, that's interesting because he was, I don't, I don't know, again, if it was this specific AP course, but he was speaking about a course that a school wanted to pass and they were calling it, um, I think they were calling it like history, like, uh, like African-American history in America. And he was like, the course is a study 
it, like the vast majority of the course is a study in the history of queerness in the African-American no, community. That's, that's 100% false. But, 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 but listen to what I'm saying. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying. And he said, so should this be a course in school? No, this should be a club. This should be something that people are doing as an extra activity. If it's full history, let's do that. If it's if we're focusing on one specific thing and that's black queerness or African American queerness, that does not need to be a, a whole why course. Be a whole course. Why? I don't because I don't think that I think the way that they were trying to present it was that it wasn't like instead of being like this is a history in black queerness or a course in the history of black queerness. But I'm telling you that was so. they were calling it that. No, but I but again I I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't know if that the clip that I saw where he was speaking no, about he was, that that's, was he the was, same. I watched that. No, it was. I watched. Oh, so he, he was speaking okay. about uh, the College Board. Okay, College Board does your SATs. College Board does all the AP classes in the U.S. Right? They've been doing this for years. This is not new. This is not quote unquote woke culture because this class has been in. I'm creating it for years years because it takes years to be able to create like this whole curriculum they have professors and teachers and and smarter than me come in and come together and create these courses this wasn't something that was made last year this was something that had been in progress and is for the whole u.s for the whole u.s to have an ap african-american histories course that does have a section that talks about queer history because there have been some very very prominent gay black people who have 100 percent changed the course of american history you have james baldwin who was a writer and like he wrote novels and he was absolutely amazing he was gay he he did the i am not your negro there is so many who are black who impacted history and for you to, n number one, make a whole history course is to me kind of disgusting because you're misleading people and that's not fair. It's not fair to get up there and talk and say stuff and then have people think well, they just wanna have a black gay course for everybody. No, that's absolutely 100% not true. When you learn about women's history and you take like a women, you learn about gay women. You learn about queer women who who changed history and who did things. You learned about women who dressed up and they could like be a pilot or that they could be a doctor. You have, you know, and who just did all these incredible things and you don't find out about them classes. That's why they have all these extra classes. So now something gotta be a club because you don't like gay people and you think it's like, who, well, see, like, again, who is he I think to that's... decide that? But I think that's the that's the thing is like so is the content involving the history and involving as part of the history saying you know James Baldwin was a gay man or is the whole content like the and again I don't know the content of it and this I is just racist as fuck like it literally is it one hundred percent because he has not done other class at all and I'm telling like you learn about gay people throughout and it, it it breaks my heart that I live in a country where I have to debate whether people not that people can learn history about me about people who look like me 
And well, I think they should be able to. There's I think so they much. should be able to too. They should you be just able don't to learn, learn about, about it. Like but you don't at all. And then you have people like saying, "We're gonna. This, I'm making this illegal. We're gonna take this out." But not any of the other ones. Just this one. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, I'm surprised again. Like, if the content is pure history and it's involving all details, Kelsey, you as gotta- opposed to by these racist people like you you can't be surprised by them because not everybody well I feel like I feel like I I feel like I am surprised because we've we have come such saying that I feel like girl there's still people that are racist like that I'm like okay obviously you're so racist but I'm just like I think there's a lot more of an outcry that we've seen since at least 2020 where people are like hey guess what if you're going to be racist we're not going to have it and we will but do you know what happened because of that there's a backlash the other way because of that because now people feel like you're trying to push all this black stuff on me you know Ugh. oh why, why don't we have white history month you know why don't we have white music television you know why don't we have that? and it's just like there's no cognitive dissonance to say the reason we have historical black that have always accepted white people by the way and everybody the reason we have those is because we weren't allowed to go to regular colleges so you standing here in 2023 looking at me talking about well why do we have black universities that's racist no what was racist was we couldn't go to other universities so we created those were open to everybody because white people can go to those schools and you don't learn about these things at all I've learned history in the past few years Chelsea like my mom told me something last night. Um, there was a, a slave who shipped himself um, like Philadelphia in a crate. And she was I like, I've never heard of pictures that, ever. Yeah, I saw pictures of it. It was incredible. Yeah. And I said, I didn't learn about that till I said I wasn't in school. I was, at, you know, when I oh, learned yeah, about no. that, I was in college. Yeah. And it just, it breaks my heart that I have to debate myself every day and justify being black all the time and it's like well what if this is well what if this is no no take people at they are believe people when they show you who they are and DeSantos has been showing us who he is his whole term and he is gay people trans people and black people and it's disgusting and it's racist and we shouldn't have to beat around the bush for that you want to take away every single AP history class? Fine. I have a problem with it, a big problem with it, but you're just going to focus on a black class and then try to die and say, well, they were going to teach about queer African history. Like, so that's how you're justifying just not teaching history class by the college board who's been doing this for decades and decades and decades. Right. I want to cry because it's it's so frustrating like we learn we are forced to learn about white history all the time and the excerpts that you have in your history book if you have kids and you're listening to this go look at their history book because I can name the black people that you're going to see in there you're going to see Harriet Tugman you're going to see maybe Frederick Douglass depending on what history book you're going to see Martin Luther King. You're going to see Rosa Parks. 
you're going to see Obama if it's a new one. That's it. That's it. That's You want to argue about a, a black history course when we don't even learn anything? We don't even learn about women. Like, and I love to learn, you know? And, and it's sad to think country where there, people are so okay with excluding anything that has to do with blackness at all or, or queerness at all. It, you know, that is fine. It's okay. And I can, and I'll just beat around the bush and justify it, you know? And, it, and it's just heartbreaking. Racism is still alive and prevalent and went so much worse under President Trump because he brought them out. He, he gave them permission to be public and to be bold. And they have been. And yeah, we had the Black Lives Matter movement and we had George. But then at the same time, we also had a backlash after that of things, you know, because this ever you know and now we're debating whether we can you're gonna they're banning books they're they're banning elementary schools when our reading level is at third grade because the book talks about blackness or the book talks about queerness or and half these books i know these people haven't read why because i've read a lot of them on the banned list why because that's the way i am we should share the band list on the politics and think of fashion Instagram account so people can kind of see like, hey, this is the band book list. This is what they're burning. This is what they're getting rid of. Check it out for yourself. Write That's your congressman. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially if like they have no reason to be banned. <laughs> like, why are we burning books? This is Girl, it, It's crazy. And so, to me, it's like you should don't agree with. You should read stuff yeah. that makes you uncomfortable. That's learning. You know what I mean? That's where change right. happens. Right. So can That's where you learn about yourself. Yeah. Right. And we, we're not even so giving people a chance. So we need to come up. I, I don't even know where that, we got to find that list. We got to share it. And then also I can post instructions on how to reach out to your local congressman and get your voice heard. Absolutely. That's such a great idea. That's really period. 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 Oh, I got that stupid period. Oh, I'm stuck in my head. All right, guys. So um, this story is okay. And I the amount of people I've had to tell about this or saw this story on my Instagram and I said they've never heard of it has been ridiculous. So um February 3rd, hazardous chemicals, including uh, vinyl chloride, derailed and exploded in the village of East Palestine, Ohio. So there, the government in, in East Palestine recommended that the area should be evacuated and that people should get health checkups. So people, they did evacuate the area, but then like the next day they told people it was safe for them to come back. Um, they're saying to get it on record where your health and moving forward you'll be able to document any effects so please if you're in that area um, or even if you're close to that area in Pennsylvania because um, it's really close to our border um, and there have been 
schools of dead fish. There have been dead birds. There has life. Plant life is dying. Um, the Ohio, Ohio River is is really big and important as far as like a water supply. So it's in the water, you know, it's and it's killing fish and plants and animals. And they're telling people that it's fine and that can return to their homes. Um, and they also did controlled burns of the chloride um, chemicals to try to control how they let the chemicals out so that it didn't just blow up or rupture. On. Um, they're not telling people everything. They're not being honest with people. Um, some of the short-term effects I've seen far is like people don't have, everybody doesn't have money. So when you think about people having to evacuate a dangerous situation, earthquake or hurricane or whatever, and we get frustrated at the people who don't leave, if they don't have a car or money or they don't have anywhere to go, if they just have to stay in a hotel, there I saw a family on TikTok, they stayed in a hotel a couple of days, but they didn't have any more money. Um, some of the long-term effects, obviously birth defects, breathing issues, cancers, people are already having breathing issues, but like symptoms, because the stuff is also in the air. Um, you can read about this on CNN. That's where I got some of this stuff from. And I wanted to kind of go into the history a little bit because there has been a lot of railroad deregulation. And when you talk about deregulation, it's mostly Republicans and they talk about it in the sense of we want smaller government and we should let capitalism capitalize and companies like control and oversee themselves. So the Staggers Rail Act in 1980 um, is that deregulated the railroad industry. The Department of Transportation withdrew another rail safety recommended originally proposed during administration. In the process, the agency made quite made it quite clear that it has no plans in the future to regulate the rail industry. The dangerous and continued transportation of oil and ethanol in unsafe tanker trucks. Now, this article that I just talked about, that was from 2019. So we've been having massive um, railroad disasters and massive railroad crashes here in the last years, we'll say. Um, the latest proposed rule to be withdrawn would have required two-person crews on the train. And so if you have a train that's two miles long that has 100 cars on it, you only have to have two people on there. How that, uh, how that works. But... Um, since 2017, the Trump administration had repealed a regulation requiring for oil trains and canceled a plan requiring train operators to be tested for sleep apnea. Um, in Washington state, they had a law passed reg that was regulating the vapor pressure for oil for the rail. This law is being challenged, um, the claim of government overreach in places like North Dakota. But North Dakota had a huge train crash in uh, 2013 where 47 people died. And they helped, kind of people, girl, they helped propose the rule that required two-person crews. Um, this is why a lot of people rail, 
pun intended, against deregulation. <laughs> and it's because this is what happened. You know, huge industry and corporations can't self-regulate. They're about making money. They're about their bottom line. They're about doing it faster and cheaper, not safer. So this is why deregulation is bad. Um, also don't think how it makes sense that you want to deregulate to have smaller government, but then y'all want to, you know, ban liquor license and stuff but that's neither here it is an absolute atrocity that this isn't on every news station blaring all the time um but i think you just found out why like this this is i think you just found out the why because it comes back to the government so we're not screaming from the rooftops because anybody who can do a little bit of research will then find out what you found out that like by the way this all circles back to you guys Mm deregulating it only only took me a couple googs you know to but and like and it's disgusting and it's disgusting because people are getting sick like animals are dying clouds of smoke are looming Mm -hmm. in the air it's toxic it's disgusting it's horrifying and who are the people that are going to be left behind disabled people poor people they're going to be stuck there Girl, I'm not, and I, I'm not I wouldn't be considered poor I'd be left behind you can't just afford to just stay in a hotel for weeks it's like right bucks a night. <laughs> right exactly all of, us, all of us will get left behind people who don't really have any other family or anywhere else to go there was a, a young girl talking about how her because people were you know bitching at her in the comments and she like I don't have family I can just go to their house I don't have anywhere to go Right. You know, and and that's what happened with people with like Katrina. That's why money they didn't have anywhere to go, and they stayed there because that that was their only option. Yeah, and I, and I feel yeah, like I know. This, I know where are they going. Where are they going? Right. This is something that kind of um, if you guys have ever heard of environmental racism, I know a lot of people like to roll environment be racist, but when you look at things like this, right, in the neighborhood that this happened in. And the area that this happened, a well-to-do area, it's in a high tax bracket. You know, um, who are the people that are going to be stuck living here after this is over? You know, they've built Section 8 housing on old landfills or old oh. mines that have poisoned soil. So now the kids from the soil that the houses are built on. And they use things that places that have had disasters or different things. Oh, let's throw them over here and with no care in the world as to how this is going to affect people and people who have money or and are able are able to leave and move and go somewhere that's actually safe um i'm glad that like people didn't die like and things like that but i mean i just feel like people are going to start dying so <laughs> or get cancer right. or like right. i mean here if the animals are dying Brockovich, can you come help us please Aaron, with your bra strap constantly showing please come help us girl um <laughs> i slid her i said uh Aaron girl um i didn't mention the bra strap i did mention her tattoos i didn't throw that okay. in there i think that's really nice. politics but make it fashion to come talk to us about uh you know environment about what's happening yeah waste. yeah exactly yeah. what's happening do you have questions i have questions girl yeah <laughs> well let me know what she says uh, i know i know i hopefully I she gets to back to me we'll see maybe i need maybe i should send her my cell phone number as well i think you should <laughs> it's a nice touch <laughs> what if she's a texter you know 
hey look guys <laughs> hey be bold slide in people's dms okay not to be creepy though just to like for research it purposes okay r&d purposes <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this wonderful Thursday. Um, we will see you next week again for a brand new episode. As Chelsea said, we're definitely going to put out some information about writing your Congress pe- people, seeing what's on the banned book list, and maybe start reading some of these banned books to, to educate ourselves and and to learn some stuff. And and comfortable being uncomfortable. That is a very yes. social worky slogan that we use. <laughs> let's get uncomfortable (laughs) glad to have you back Chelsea this week it was so nice talking to you as always and guys please don't think that me and Chelsea hate each other just because we go back and forth Um, it's all love it's all education we both learn stuff from each other all the time I learn stuff from her she learns stuff from me we open because I think you have to debate in order to know where you really stand on something. Because when you're trying to prove an argument to somebody, you start to see the, your own holes in it. So just remember that, guys. And we will chat soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. My website is www.amberviola.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Amber underscore underscore Viola on Facebook, Amber Viola, or you can follow me on Twitter at Queen Black. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-L-A-Q-U. Chat soon.